Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And good morning, dear ones. Rev Briz over here. Rev Z right here. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit. Welcome to Friday, January 15th. I, many of you know that Rev Z and I, we, 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 often, we don't know what we're going to talk about every Friday morning. We get together and, uh, and chat about things. So we often don't have a title for this show until the last minute. And today we really literally didn't come to the title until about 10 seconds before airtime. So uh, we're calling this What is Real Anymore? And uh, we've been looking at what, how do we really know in a post-truth world, how do we know what's really real? Z, you want to kick us off? Yeah, I, you know, I think given the events that I would say the events that has happened in the last week, but but it's more appropriate to say given the events that has happened within the last year, right? Um, and you can even go back further, but let's just take that as a starting point. Given everything that has transpired with the COVID-19 virus, the election, the results of the election, all of the activities that have led up to the, um, I don't know, insurrection that took place at the Capitol last week. When we look at those behaviors and, and how people have been responding to what's been placed in front of them, whether it's in uh, news media, print media, social media, all of it has been to drive it seems people to certain ideas, certain concepts and certain behaviors that are not based in reality. And so the question becomes right now, everything has been laid open. We, we, I mean, we, we, we know there's racism. We know the economic system is bad, the housing, the health care, all of these things that may have been to some people kind of unknown or unseen are now fully in the open. And we have an opportunity to move towards a more equitable system, a system and a world that works for everyone. But to do that, we have to begin to discern what is real and what is not. And I think that's what our charge is, especially starting on January 20th, when we kind of hit a reset button and we can rearticulate and rethink and reimage and reorganize who we are and where we want to go. Yeah. It, it's, uh, I, I'll agree with you. It's, uh, it's been a long transition in, in getting to what's coming next because we know there's something coming next. There's no question about that, uh, at least in my mind. Uh, now, I could be wrong in what's coming next. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm counting on a peaceful transfer of power uh, to an administration that, um, 
you know, perhaps I don't agree with in every single point, but I look at the, the differences between the two administrations. I say, hey, one of these groups is looking to build things up and build people up. And the other group's talking about tearing things down and tearing, and, and in my mind, tearing people down as well. Um, one side is, if you will, and, and right, we're here to try to build those bridges, not, not accentuate the differences. One side, um, there's, there seems to be a great gap in belief systems here, Z. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you were talking, this image came into my head. I'm sure a lot of us, when we were growing up as kids, you had these, uh, these activity books and, and they had two pictures and they said, one of these pictures is not like the other. other. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, that's what we're dealing with right now. I feel like we got these, these pictures of what reality is and what's going on. And we look at them and they say, something is not like the other. And I have to figure out which is correct, if you will, or which is more representative of reality and which is not. And so I think we always now have to begin to, you know, my patented phrase for this show is educate, conversate, and activate. Right. That is needed more now than ever because people are walking around making gross inaccuracies in terms of how they speak or behave or the things that they do. And they've done not an ounce of research or very little research. I won't be that presumptuous, but it appears that they've done very little research and they're marching off the cliff. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, I want to say hello to, to, to our audience here this morning real quick while we've got a moment. Good morning, Hope. Good to see you. And uh, Terry, uh, trust, you know, Terry says she trusts our opinions, so we got to make sure they're good. Uh, their opinions, Terry. Uh, <laughs> sometimes they'll be good, sometimes they might. But, but, uh, but they will be based on facts. But we do everything we can to make sure they're based on facts, right? Uh, and our dear friend Tracy Brown says there is always something coming next. Um, yes, Tracy, and that is in it, that is the essence of the point we wish to make today. And you know, we could spend the next twenty years looking at what got us where we we were. We could spend the next twenty years picking apart every policy change, every appointment that that. Uh, the current all everything that happened, we go back and analyze it all to death, and it's going to make not one whit of difference. What's going to make the difference is where do we want to go? Where do we want? What do we want the next to look like? How do we want? What is that vision? Um, not just some oh, it's all going to be good, but. What is it and what is mine to do in that? How do I, how am I being called to play in all of that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, I think, you know, one, one, one realistic place to start is understanding the landscape. Um, yeah. And, and the thing with that is, as we look at, um, as we look at the, 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 the makeup of, of the world, Right. When we look at the landscape, 
There are places where there's valleys, there are mountains, there are rivers, there are oceans, there are deserts. There are all kinds of environment that that uh, establishes the global perspective in terms of the, the, the playing field. So let's be real about that. If I'm playing in the desert or playing on the beach, I got a totally different set of circumstances. And so that's the same thing that's, that, that we're faced with now. We have, have all kinds of stuff being spewed out and we have to begin to understand the environment and operate accordingly. I don't wear a winter coat in the desert and I don't wear short pants in the top of Mount Kilimanjaro. I prepare myself for that engagement. And so as we begin to engage this new beginning, this new approach to how we wanna attack problems and how we want to work with each other, let's realize that we're working in some varying environments. Yeah. Where people will do all kind of stuff that's false or true. Yes. Uh, it, it, you remind me, as, as I'm listening to you, there's a, a cartoon and one of those one panel cartoons, one guy is looking one direction, the other guys, they're looking face to face at each other. And on the ground is a number. Now, the number is six if you look at it from one side. And if you look at it from the other side, it's nine. And they're yelling at each other. No, that's a six. No, it's a nine. No, it's a six. No, it's a nine. It's both, folks. Right? It, there, you've heard me say this so many times. There's always a both and going on. There's always another perspective beyond my own. Now, you know, we're not here to tell you what our perspective is. We're here to invite you into a conversation that says, how do we bridge those different perspectives? Because walking up to somebody today, metaphorically, because it all happens online, right? But, and I get trapped. I do it too. I, I see something come across my, my feed and I just point and I just type it, no, you're wrong. And I leave. That does no good. Because without a dialogue, without an idea of how this other person sees the terrain, we're never going to get anywhere. Now, I've been on enough desert adventures to recognize that not only do you need a map and not only do you need a compass, but it's really handy to have a really good friend that you trust help you decipher and help you determine well, that looks a little steep. What if we went around and to provide alternative ideas? However, what's common there is that we have an agreement. We're heading in the to the same we're, the rough idea of where the destination is. We have we have an agreement that we're going to make it to somewhere, something. Um, Z, you know what I don't see is it's tough, but. The question is, you know, what can we all believe together? You know, that's a good question. And it kind of, it, it dovetail with what was in my mind in that I think the thing that we can believe together, and I, I take this from Ernest. Ernest Holmes says in paraphrasing form that the most important thing or the prime objective in this realm of existence is life life abundantly, life more realistically, life more holistically. So with that being the vision, with that being the prime objective is let's have life more abundantly, let's have life more fulfilling, then 
we need to have someone on our team. You're talking about in the desert. If we're going, if we're looking at this as an adventure and an exploration, when I put my team together, I want a map expert. I want a cook expert. I want a weather expert. I want all these different experts on my team so that collectively when we get ready to go or when we have to make a decision, I can get input from a more 360 degree perspective than 180 or 90. And so with that in mind, that gives us this opportunity to heal. To, to I know I got the best weather guy. When that guy tells me, dude, you need to stay put because I can tell by whatever, barometric pressure, the cloud, the type of clouds, whatever, that a storm is coming, I'm going to trust him. Yeah. Now, he may not be 100% right, but I'm pretty sure 90 to 95% of chances he's going to be right. And I'm going to be, yes, glad we stayed. And if your weatherman gets on the air and says, so, you know, I got this buddy and he told me that a friend of his heard, ta overheard some guy talking about how it might rain around 11 o'clock today. Uh, you might want to be, <laughs> you might want a second opinion at that point, right? Uh, you might want to change, check another news, newscaster at that point. So, you know, Z, it's, it's, um, I hope Suzanne asks another question, right? Or, or it has another statement in the comments where she's speaking. We need to come together now more than ever. Um, it's it's tough to come together sometimes. However, with someone that says the sky is green, and I can walk out my door and I can look up and and if you're telling me the sky is green, and I'm well, that looks pretty blue to me we've got more than just a difference of definitions or a difference of words there. Right. Right. There's right. a big wholesale difference in how we view the world. Um, that seems like a much bigger bridge to build. Yeah. You know, and, and I think part of that, as we were talking earlier, um, it's, and I'm looking at Terry saying about, she said we, we only gave part of her statement. And the full statement is, is this. I just want to go back to that. Um, we need to heal, love, strengthen, and support ourselves in order to help others. Yet, we need to come together now more than ever, if I'm reading the right one. Mm -hmm. And I think as part of that statement leading into this whole thing about green and blue skies, is that we have to begin to um, be firm enough and confident enough in ourselves and our abilities, which everybody has God-given abilities to discern certain things for themselves, that when I go outside and I look up in the sky is blue and somebody's telling me red, all right, well, maybe I just had a bad moment. Let me walk back in the house. Let me come back out. Let me look at that thing again. Uh, let me clear my glasses. Okay, no. That thing is actually blue, and I'm not going to listen to this guy talking about the green, red, whatever color. And so in that kind of a context, in terms of healing, one of the things that has to be uh, taken on in this, in this process, as they say now, is speak truth to power. Right. In that the truth of the matter is the sky is blue. Now, people want to go into scientific and start saying, well, it just looks blue. Okay. We're not, we're not at that level. 
we're looking at at this level of appearances. And so we must begin to study, understand, and be able to articulate our positions, be able to articulate why we feel a certain way or not. And then that's, that's a starting point. Now, if you can prove to me that the sky is red, even though I'm looking at it and it's blue, we may we may come to some agreement on that. Right. We can have a discussion. We can have a discussion. And we so, can. you know, one, one last thing is that I think that there, there's, a, there's a concept in, in, in the uh, martial arts of Aikido or Tai Chi. Um, there's this concept of if somebody's pushing you, then you pull them. If they're pulling you, you push them. Because the essence of those arts is not necessarily to hurt somebody, but to defend yourself. And so if you're trying to push me, your momentum is already coming forward. So I'm just going to pull you and let you go by or vice versa if they're pushing. And so we have to do this mentally to begin to deflect or remove these things that are inconsistent with reality. Mm, yeah. I, you know, I think that's, that's a great way to look at it because in today's world, folks, right? We, I, again, I get into it all the, I've got, countless <laughs> experiences of people I can point you to online um, that want to spew and want to throw and want to push and want to push and want to push and want to push. Um, what if we didn't give them a platform to push against? What if we didn't give the, right? It's, it's sort of that it seems easy and trite, but we take our energy out of the equation. Yes. And, now, that's not to say that we go right, run under a, a rock and hide. It's not to say that we, we don't speak our truth. It doesn't, but it also means that we don't spend three hours researching what's an obviously misconceived notion and then share 25 links on somebody's comment about how wrong they are. And here's this guy's proof, and here's this guy's proof, and here's this guy's proof. Um, so, uh, we, I believe uh, I'm looking for just that right, that right way to say it. Um, I believe we're coming to, to, a an equilibrium, if you will. People talk okay. about balance, um, people talk about balance and balance implies that there's no movement. Equilibrium implies that there's movement, that we give a little, we take a little, we give a little, we take, and things move just a little bit here and there to create a stasis kind of point. So um, again, speaking to Hope and her question in, in the, uh, the comments, right? How do, uh, what about those who don't care about the truth? Uh, or don't care to know the truth? Um, to me, those are the people that, number one, uh, in some ways, I'm not going to feed that energy. And in number two, I'm going to hold those people in my own consciousness that they can awaken to the truth because they are a divine expression of God. They're, they, they've been led down a path of belief. And one of my first teachers used to always say, you know, no matter how far you travel down the wrong road, you can always turn back. It's never too late to turn around and come back. 
if you've gone down the wrong road. I trust that when people hit the dead end, they wake up and they say, and then that's where it's up to us to stand there and say, come on back. Come on. Not to say, no, 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 you went down the wrong road and you're now cast into that dead end forever. Well, and you know, the, the, the other piece of that is uh, about people who don't want to know the truth or whatever. You know, you don't, you don't open the door or open the window if you're in a dark house to try to let the darkness go out. You just cut on the light. And so, so I don't need to push against or fight against or try to come up with crazy ways to, to, to uh, help assist or point a way to something different than those who don't want to believe. I just need to continue to tell the truth, continue to cut on the light. And pretty soon it will be self-evident that the sun is shining or the, the temperature is minus 10 below. I don't, I don't need to play any games with that. I just keep saying, all right, we'll just go out there in your underwear. Uh, you know, <laughs> just, just see how long you're going to last in minus 10 if you don't think it's uh, 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 the truth. Yep. And so we, we have to begin from a spiritual perspective to be smart about what we do. We have to begin to be uh, compassionate, which means I don't need to force you to understand the truth. I just need to keep standing on the truth and it will become evident. And that's by the grace of God that we are here as emissaries to shine that particular light of truth everywhere. Another thing, one of my my very first, my first teacher in this taught me was that, you know, to use these principles to manipulate someone else is the greatest form of metaphysical malpractice there there is, and so really, it, it, it hurts me to try to force you to see the world through my lens. It does more damage to me to say to just. No, you're wrong. Oh no, you're wrong. Um, hope saying be the lighthouse, right? Exactly. Be the lighthouse. Be that one that sits there day in and day out, sharing the positive message, being compassionate, bringing peace, being um, you know, and listening. I I have learned so much from listening to people that believe differently than I have than I ever had by trying to teach them what I know or what I believe or what I think I know. Yeah. Well, you know, two things on that. You, you, the first thing, last thing first is that uh, you made me think about that whole principle of uh, Dale Carnegie, not Dale Carnegie of uh, Stephen Covey, where he sees, says first seek to understand and then be understood right that's the yeah. prime objective because if i don't know who or what i'm dealing with or talking to or approaching i need to understand that first before i even begin to do anything about me right, right. and 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 then stepping back one on that other point there's, there's a there's a verse concept in islam that says Truth is clear from error, and truth hurdled against falsehood will knock its brains out. Meaning that I 
the truth stands on its own. I don't need to, I don't need to prop it up or sugarcoat it, or I don't need to do any of that. I just put it out there on its own and it will stand. And that's, I believe that is what we have to begin to cultivate in ourselves. First, be strong enough, clear enough, and brave enough to stand on the truth. Sometimes mm -hmm. it may hurt us, but if we're trying to move to a different environment, we got to do that and then let it go. Right. It'll stand on its own. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm coming back to Hope's comment on being the lighthouse again, right? Lighthouses don't go out looking to save ships. Lighthouses don't go wandering around and, and don't go, uh, don't go trolling around looking for people that are in trouble. If there's a distress call, then they answer it. But if you're just a light out there in the ocean going about your business, it is not my business to tell you to believe something different unless you ask me. Now, if you ask me, if you come and say, Hey, Rev, I got this thing in my life is not going the way I want it to go. I'm dealing with it. Did it, did it. Then both of us were more than happy to, to say, yeah, let's sit down. Let's have a conversation. Let's, let's dig into what created those belief systems. And more importantly, what can we do to change or create a newer belief system? Um, you know, yeah. I love that. I love that analogy of the lighthouse because if you're a sailor, Right. And, and, and I've done a bit of sailing and taking the course and taking some navigation course. But in that navigation course, you have that map. Right. And it shows you the depth of the water and where the reefs are and and where buoys are and where lighthouses or beacons may be. They're just there. You like you said, that lighthouse is there. If you lose your way and you think you are at a certain point, I should be look on my starboard side and I should see a lighthouse in the distance if I'm lost or if I need more guidance. And that's what we have to begin to kind of either be or look for in terms of how we navigate the current environment so that we stay at the right depth of water our boat you know I, you know i love to use analogies so i you didn't stepped into my my my, my layer if you will because oh, yeah. that's doing the boat i need to i got a 32 foot boat not a 55 foot boat my keel is going to be a lot different so i need to make sure i'm not scraping the bottom oh. it's uh I love, I love, I do. I love what, you know, folks, again, we don't plan this. If we had planned any of this, it would have been a lot <laughs> different. And uh, the, but this analogy of the lighthouse, right? It takes me one step further. Uh, there's uh, the story out there of a, a ship captain who's out in the middle of the night and he's in relative, you know, it's, it's the waters are starting to get a little choppy. He's been out. Um, and things are starting to get a little rough and he hears a voice over his radio, call his boat, call to his boat and basically say, Hey, you got to turn, you got to change course. Well, the guy radios back and he says, no, 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 dude, you don't get it. This is a multi-million dollar yacht. I don't have to change course. I, I I'll be fine. I got nothing to worry about. 
the voice comes back and says, no, listen, sir, you really must change your course. You are on a collision course. You must change your course. The captain goes back, goes back three or four times. Finally, the voice in the night says, listen, this is the lighthouse. I'm telling you one last time, change your course. So if we're the lighthouse and we're being that beacon and people don't want to pay attention to it and they run up on the rocks, that's not our fault. That's not on us. That's, that's something. Okay. But then again, that is the point where if I witness it, then it's mine to say, okay, how do we get this person some help? Because now they're calling in distress. Now they are. And I think that's what we're going to see in the United States over the next several months is we're going to see a lot of people calling out in distress, saying, man, I was wrong. Calling out, saying, I'm not sure how I got to where I am, but I don't like it here anymore. Can you help me find a new way through? Can you shine a light because I seem to have found myself in a darkness. Now that's my belief of what we're going to have, what's going to happen. And light workers, healers, seekers, ministers, practitioners, coaches, whatever you want to call yourself. If you're in any way attracted to new thought media network to connected to what we're doing here, to this program, to any of our programming, then you are here to be on the response team, not on the reaction team. We're not here to, to, to react to everything that comes down the road, but we are here to respond to those places that are calling us. And whether that's uh, race-based hatred and violence, whether that's social justice, whether that's reform in the healthcare system or reform in our judicial system or a chain, a reformation of our education system, wherever it is, it's yours to play. We're not saying just sit around and, and you know, pray up, pray yourself into a, a being of light and transcend onto another planet. You can do that if you want. What we're looking for is people that are willing to be the lighthouse and get the work done. Yeah. Cause we got a lot of work to do Z. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, after that, man, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hey, and the clock's over 30 minutes. So I guess we've done it. <laughs> Folks, we want to say thank you for being with us this morning. This is Ministers Talking Shit. We're here every Friday, 7 a.m. Mountain Time. If you'd like to catch past episodes, uh, take a look on our YouTube channel and or our Facebook channel, and you can find the archives. There's a great playlist on YouTube that'll give you all of our episodes. So if you want to binge this program over the weekend or something. Hey, feel free. Uh, they're all on YouTube. And we want to say thank you to our donors, our sponsors, those that are financially supporting this network and making it so that we can do what we do and bring this type of programming to you and to others around the planet. Uh, if today is your day to hit that donate button, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, it's paypal.me and there's a button in the link somewhere. Uh, if you have any problems with that, just send me a DM. And we do also have our very own email address, ministertalk at ntmedia.org. If you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, if you'd like to uh, come on the show and be a guest with us someday and sit around and shoot the uh, shit with us, then uh, drop us an email or uh, join the conversation by dropping us an email and uh, we may just read it in a, on air in a future episode.
All right, Z, we ran a little over today. Thanks again, folks, for sticking sticking with us. Such a great topic. We'll be back next week. Uh, I know what your theme is, Z, right? Conversate, educate, and activate. Any other final words for the day? Love, light, and insight. Of, uh, see, I knew I, I loved that one too. So uh, thanks, folks. You have a great week. We'll be back again soon. Peace and blessings. Bye now. Peace and blessings. Where'd my movie go? There it is. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings. <laughs>